Well, here we all are. All of us? All of us. That's right. All right. Here, ready to put together another episode of... Stories of the Century! So, Eric... Do we have some words this time? Well, we do, Sally. We actually have a great big bag full of words. This very bag right here. Submitted by our ever-loving audience members. Shall we pull one of the words out of the bag so that we'll know one of the starting words of our show? And I have here the word plunger. That's been submitted by one of our good friends, Glenn Jackson. Thank you, Glenn. All right. Plunger. Who wants to pick our next word? Hello. Our second word is... Shoe! Sent in by Kelsey Ham. All right, thank you, Great. Kelsey. So, Angie, would you like to collect an opening sentence? Be sure not to look at it. Okay, okay. I won't look. Do you have our opening? Yes, I do. Awesome. We're going to set it here in the middle, not looking at it. Paper is still folded. All right, I guess we're ready to start. I Excellent. Know. Excellent. Here we go. Action! The glamorous and high-rise century building has many stories. And this is one of them. These are Stories of the Century. Dramatized for your listening pleasure by The Spontaniacs. The Spontaniacs, America's finest improv group, makes you laugh up to 20% more than the leading improv brand. Here's improv brand A, surly, off-putting, constantly denying. Hey, Cheryl. My name's not Cheryl! Ow! Improv brand A makes children cry. But here's the Spontaniacs, hilarious, witty, classically trained. We're funny. The Spontaniacs fills children's hearts with joy. And don't worry, Mom and Dad, the Spontaniacs are educational, too. Daddy, what's a Brazilian strip? The Spontaniacs, funnier than you'll ever be. The Spontaniacs are not licensed by any political, ethical, or moral group and have no gender or religious affiliation. Side effects may include gagging, hearing, side stitches, nausea, and incontinence. Any or all these type of as a result of Spontaniacs and hunger. See your physician for more details. Remember the Russian boss at every Spontaniacs show. Spontaniacs in here may be closer to... And now... Our next episode, An Amble in the Bramble. My beer is frothy, Betty Booby. <sighs> Cyril Sedgwick, I have been serving you beer in my diner for lo these many years, and every time you complain about how frothy it is, whether it has a tall head or no head at all. Hmm, well, then perhaps today will be that magic day when I don't get any head. Fine. I could blow the top off for you if you like. Ooh, smashing idea. I could just do with a good blow, so go to it while I sit back in anticipation, my dear. All right, here ah, goes. You know, it's rather empty here in your diner today on the first story of this, the opulent century building. Oh, marvelous. Well, now I can enjoy drinking what little is left in the glass and wear the rest home with me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, ever since that Miss Jones came in here and spilled water all over the floor, this place has been a mess. Everybody who comes in slips, falls, hurts something. They don't want to come back. Well, she's certainly upset about the whole affair. And she says you've banned her from your diner. Yeah, can you blame me? You know, Betty Old Plum, as I sit here looking over the remnant of my... Frothy beer. Oh, 
I can't help noticing that ratty old photograph hanging on the wall just behind where you're standing. Oh. You know, I've often wanted to ask if you're that grinning little girl who's standing amidst all those dead animals in that picture. Yeah, that's right. My father took this picture with me when I was a little girl. Your father? Yeah. Oh, why, of course. Well, now I recognize that man under the pith helmet. But don't tell me your father is none other than... Bubba Booby, the great white hunter and explorer of the uncharted stories of this, the opulent century building. Well, yeah, that's what they tell me. He's just my dad to me. Oh, but what a man's life he leads, killing God's creatures for sport, traveling the four corners of the century building, hobnobbing with savage jungle tribes while not wearing a shoe. Well, he, he's hard to recognize. He don't like people to notice him because, you know, he likes his anonymity. Mm, well, rumor has it he's currently traversing the Belgian Congo story. Yeah, ain't that on the 34th story? Ooh, it is. And wouldn't it be marvelous if I, as co-owner of Magna Motion Picture Studios, could feature him in a series of newsreels? Oh, I say, Betty Old Turnip, could you see your way to introducing me to the old gentleman? Well, we haven't got much business right now. I suppose I could go up there with you and look around. Be nice to see my dad. Oh, good. Let's be off. Okay. Yes, I, Leonard Leroy, head of Magnus Studios, here in my opulent office on the 23rd story of this, the opulent century building, am having a brief discussion with my lovely secretary who has caused quite a mess in Betty Booby's diner. Mr. Leroy, I'm so sad! Miss Jones... Miss Jones, run and get me the plunger. It's the stick with the red circle thing on the end. The one that looks like a big brush? No, ma'am, that's not the one. I want the plunger because I want to play explorer here in the office for a little while. Okay. Bring me the plunger. I can use it as my weapon that I hunt the vicious beasts on the Belgian Congo story. You know, I always like to play like I am my hero, Baba Booby, the great explorer. I always like to play like I'm him. Yes, he was the greatest hunter ever. Well, and I suppose that handling guns and being familiar with them, you've never really considered how it affects other people when you go throwing water about during a gunfight. Well, I think this is the plunger, isn't it? Yes, don't touch that end of it. No, don't touch the red part. Don't, don't touch that. All right, thank you. Now go wash your hands. Okay. Well, Betty Booby, old pustule, here we are, moments later on a self-service elevator, zooming our way up to the Belgian Congo story of this, the opulent century building. This is going to be fun. I haven't seen my dad for days. Yes. And wasn't it a stroke of good fortune that we ran into you, Sherwood, the former elevator operator? Betty and I could never have figured out these numbered button things without you along to help us. Oh, those damn buttons. Yeah, I know how to work them. Those damn things put me out of a job. Oh. Hey, I got an idea. Didn't you used to be, I don't know, some wilderness guy before you started off? Yeah, I was a guide in the war. Turns out I was doing it for the wrong side. I'm real sorry about it. Well, look. 
We need a guide. We're looking for my dad. Well, that's right. Well, you'd be perfect to help Betty and me, in these shoes, navigate our way through the swamps and thickets. Hmm, that's a very good point. And not to mention steering clear of those dangerous snakes and monkeys and things. Oh, yeah, those monkeys are cheap. Uh, yes. Although, I almost hate to get off the elevator. The background music sounds so nice. It does. Let's sit here and listen for a second. Oh, I say, the orchestra is in splendid form, isn't it? Yeah. It's weird how they get an orchestra to sit on top of the elevator, going up and down the shaft. It's one of those luxuries that they didn't get rid of, even though they got rid of the operators like me. Oh. Damn you, orchestra! Damn union musicians! Look, Miss Jones, did you see the picture in Betty Boobies down on the first story of this, the opulent century building? You recognize that guy there in that picture, don't you? Yeah, he looks a lot like my uncle. I'm sorry, he what? He looks a lot like my uncle. Your uncle? Well, is it possible? Is it possible that he is your uncle, Miss Jones? Well, I have a lot of uncles. Ah, uh, yeah. Look, I tell you what, Miss Jones, let's go on a safari. Me and you, and I have the plunger here. I'm sure that I can protect you with it. Just be ready for anything on the Belgian Congo story. Oh, that would be nice. I have one more question, though. Yes, Is the Congo like a waffle? Because I like Belgian waffles and I can't eat them anymore because Betty Boobie will not be back in her diner. Yes, no. Not a waffle. <laughs> ah, there's the elevator bell. We're here. The doors are about to open. This is so exciting. Now stand back, stand back. I don't want any of you to get hurt or have any sort of accident. This is a very dangerous story, you know, of this opulent century building. Oh, just feel that humidity and that heat. And just listen to those jungle noises. Well, we better step off the elevator now into this brush. All right. Ah! What is it, Betty? What has happened to you? I just broke a heel. Oh, no, and you stepped in some scat as well. Oh, that's some nasty stuff there. You'll break a heel right off. Oh, Oh. Betty, this is bad. We'll probably have to apply a body tourniquet or something. Oh, my shoe, it reeks. Oh, no, I've got even more bad news. What is it? The elevator door has closed behind us. What? We're trapped on the Belgian Congo story of this, the opulent century building. Oh, I had to get back to the diner. Oh, this is terrible, Sherwood. I'm weak from dehydration. I don't think I can take it much longer. I can't do anything but crawl. I can't even walk. I don't think we can bear any more. The hardships here are just too insurmountable. You're right, but uh, but fortunately, we can all stay calm. I, I, I am a professional elevator operator, you can tell by the hat. So, all I have to do here is find the button to... to oh boy, there's all these vines. Uh, oh, boy, I, I, I think I see something here. Uh, uh, You're right. I, just, I see a wall with buttons on it. Yes. But now how I do would... you know which one to put? Yes, is it the one on top or the one on the bottom? Well, let's see. Which direction do you want to go? Um, we want to go... Uh, down. Down, down. Oh, oh, well down. then, yes, we've got to pick the one that's 
on bottom because right. bottom means down. So I'll just press this button. Are we ready? I'm ready. I'll stand okay. back. Okay. There. Oh. And now, yes, we wait. Oh. I hear something. Somebody already in this elevator. Ah, ah, hold my hand, Miss Jones. I can't bear another trip up and down in this moving box. It's okay, Mr. Leroy. We'll be saved eventually. Someone always saves me. Why, Leonard and Miss Jones, have you been in this elevator all this time? Oh, oh, oh are we saved? <laughs> I think I'm ready to go home, Miss Jones. I am too. It's not very fun in this elevator because the music is getting repetitive. Well, luckily you got me. Sure would be fine. Elevator operator, ready to take you right out of here. Let's just leave this whole Belgian Congo story and let's head on down. Look here. Let's help Betty, with her broken shoe, onto this elevator. And she can use this plunger as a crutch. Oh, we'll take the plunger, but what's that smell, my God, Betty! It's not coming from me. It's coming from my shoe. You know, Sherwood, if it hadn't been for you, we four would have perished. Old man, I know this is going to be difficult, but you've got to give up ideas of being a calliope operator. You've got to go back to being the elevator operator for this, the opulent century building. Yes, Sherwood! Just uh, as your father and yes. your father's you're, father before you. You're, 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 you're right. You know, I thought these newfangled buttons would be a whole new way to operate an elevator, but it turns out nobody knows what they're doing. They still need a human being there to push that button and move this thing up and down. And the only human being with that kind of training is me. Sure would be fine. Hooray! What do you say we all go down to Betty Boobies and celebrate? But I'm not allowed at Betty Boobies Diner anymore. That's right, Miss Jones. You have to stay here. Goodbye. Join us again next time for another opulent episode of Stories of the Century. The preceding is a production of the Spontaniacs, all rights reserved to duplication in part or in whole without express permission from the Spontaniacs is a violation of applicable laws and subject to punishment as prescribed by statute up to and including fine and or imprisonment without regard to race, color, creed, or gender as relinquished in a fully developed treatise on the cacophony of post-nouveau renaissance transdermal liquidity as pertains to the hypotenuse of a right isosceles triangulated metamorphosis trajectory and its adjutant sequiturs. My gosh, I said all that without taking a breath. <sighs>